0: Peace, Ty.
1: hello folks
0: it's wildcat minute where we talk about high school musical 2 one minute at a time i'm condra
1: and i am tyler
0: and we're the amateur nerds because you know we say that from time to time
1: just to remind you
0: just a reminder today we're talking about minute 87 of high school musical 2 minute 87 starts out with troy questioning that maybe his friends are right to his dad And ends with Troy walking up to some kitchen (laughs) wildcats.
1: Oh, no, there's wildcats in the kitchen.
0: There are wildcats everywhere, except at Troy's house.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, we'll talk about the pest services that have come and visited the Bolton household and gotten rid of the infestation in a minute. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's, it's existential crisis hours for Troy, and he's got his dad there to help him.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the locker scene from the last movie. Troy is not shirtless, though. (laughs) (laughs) Just got to throw that out there.
1: Thank you for the clarification. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the locker scene is, is, you're right, but also the locker scene is different because it's like right before the climax, like it's like a sports movie, like, where you have the big speech in the locker room right before this big game like that's like that's what that scene is
0: I think the other big difference is that that was resolving a person to person conflict where this one is more of a self con I, it's not really se- like Troy is not <laughs> man
1: versus self
0: yeah it's it's weird man be-
1: versus nature <laughs> man versus technology
0: but you know what I mean Like it's not
1: No no, no this is one of my favorite examples now of, What's a movie that's man versus self Nothing philosophical like Goodwill hunting or
0: High School Musical 2
1: High School Musical 2 Is man versus self
0: But is it like Troy It is, it, it is but Troy's also like He As he says to his dad Gabriella quit Chad's not Talking to him uh, the wildcats are not r- ar- running around the house. You see, house, which you see any
1: wildcats running around the house? <laughs> which, which
0: it sounds <laughs> like they're talking that, about children.
1: Yeah, Im- implies that there's always like, just like a general set of wildcats that are just visiting the Bolton household, mooching their food and like bothering Troy's mom.
0: Do you think it's ever like Charles Klapau and that other guy that was the good dancer from Get Your Head in the Game? And it's not always Zeke, Jason, and
1: yeah, that's yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like random students. It's like it's like a party where like people crash it. and You're like, I don't actually know who you are. Why are you here? It's and it, sometimes it's theater kids. Like sometimes it's the skater dude.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, the math and he's just playing cello in. in the
1: corner. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it, it it's saw? really any any wildcat at the high school like. It's those two interpretive dancers that Miss Darfish found very disturbing. They're just out back smoking. Like, that was the implication. In case you smoking didn't get clove
1: it. cigarettes because they're they're cool. Yeah. There's Bernard trying to say hello to Mrs. Bolton, but he says, Hello, Mrs. Knowlton. Oh, oof. He said the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. What, no, wait. Bernard was the name of the character in the show. Who's the guy who says, It's hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze? Alan? Alan, yeah, there we go, him. Anyway, yeah, do you think Troy's becoming a jerk with new shoes?
0: I don't. Again, time. We've gathered from the book that more time has passed.
1: <laughs> if you read the novel is
0: <laughs> But if we're just going based off the movie here, it seems like a week has passed, maybe two. Or like, <laughs> well, you assume, like, Sharpay had the chance to assemble all the equipment and stuff for the talent show. And Ryan had time to teach the Wildcats everything. So maybe it's been like a few weeks.
1: We just needed a montage. Like all we needed was a summer montage of like some people having fun and then like little like like hidden like, oh, but Troy's not with them or like Troy's with Sharpay. Like we just needed a song montage of like. The summer's going well, but it's like not actually going well. Like, you know.
0: Or like even like Ryan's song that was played on Sharpay's car when they were driving, or Lucas Grabeel's song when they were driving. (laughs) Like, just like something. It doesn't have to be actual them singing kind of thing. It just needs, we needed some musical montage.
1: Yeah, like a like like a Rocky movie. Like we just need to know that like time has passed and things have changed.
0: Because <laughs> if not, Troy really isn't. Also, like he's not a jerk with new shoes. He's just focused on college, which a lot of people when they're young and focusing on college, their attentions shift so they have different priorities, which is okay.
1: It's also like a major stressor on the brain because you're like, you're like doing your school or you're doing your work. And then you have like this extra ninth thing on top of everything else you're doing as a teenager, which is like, write a college essay, get recommendation letters, like, and he and he's doing sports. So he's got to like, go to go to practices, go to tryouts and stuff.
0: And it's also just like a looming danger of your future, which is really challenging to think about at any age. But then compound it with a teenage brain that you're like, okay, I need to decide what the rest of my life is going to be right now.
1: And I don't think, like, maybe, how many things do you have to do as a jerk, like, in a jerky way in order to be a jerk?
0: With new shoes.
1: Like, maybe I don't, like, it's just I don't the think new he's shoes. crossed that threshold.
0: I really, I mean, like, yeah, he said something, like, Ryan, or, oh my god, I keep calling Chad Ryan today.
1: Oops. It's almost like they switched clothes. Yep,
0: yeah. <laughs> It's like he and Chad had one verbal disagreement, which ended in a not great way.
1: But like, how many fights do you think Chad and Troy have had ever? Like, it, it seems like they have a they fight every three. once in a while. Yeah.
0: yeah. They have fights all the time based on what we've seen in these movies. <laughs> Why are they still friends?
1: Because they're bros. Yeah. Yeah. I think Troy I mean Troy's obviously right to be worried and you know the, the 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 question or the the phrase maybe my friends are right is good. You should like consider what your friends' perspectives are mm-hmm. and think about how you can be a better friend to them. But the other people haven't done the same for him.
0: Yeah, the the reciprocation of their relationships is um is not really happening. I I do like though Jack does a good job kind of navigating Troy's uncertainty through all of this. Because Troy's like, is this really that important? Like, there's a question of the importance of it all and, and is he favoring? And Troy kind of, I don't know if maybe you, I just read this, but did you read that Um, Troy exclaiming about the scholarship's importance was like it was Jack's idea and he was getting frustrated that like Jack was forcing him to do this.
1: So yeah, Jack says, "Is this about going after what you want?" And that's when Troy like gets out of his position of like lying on the bed, staring at the ceiling. And m- much like a much like a Star Wars prequel, we have a slight blocking change mm-hmm. to indicate, "Oh no, something dramatic happened in the conversation." And he uh, sits up in his bed and faces away from Jack. So, yes, to answer your question, (laughs) I think, yeah, maybe, like, Troy says, yeah, the scholarship's important. I think it's one of those things where it's like, the person he's become is basketball Troy. And he's too deep in, and, like, that's definitely what he wanted to be when he was 8 and when he was 14 and when he was 16 and when he was 16 and a half. But now he's 17 and he's like, I... Like, I'm pretty sure this is still what I want, but now I'm being tested and now I'm thinking about it. And it's hard to, like, really come face to face with something and, and change your mind because then you feel like you're letting the past versions of yourself down. And chances are, if you liked something when you were 8 and 12 and 16, then you'll still like it later. But there's a chance that there's a point, you know... Uh, And as they stated in Moneyball, there's a there's a point where everyone stops playing the game and he has to figure out if this is the point where he's just going to stop or if he's going to keep going.
0: Definitely that. I was also thinking it's one of those. It's not my dream. It's yours. I don't think it's that, though, but I don't think. Yeah, no. And that's the thing. I don't think it is. But you could definitely like, one line change in this scene, and then it could be that. And then it's like, I'm not chasing after my dream, which I think was more the locker room one.
1: Yeah, that that was more of a High School Musical one conflict uh, before, like, before Jack became just, like, perfect dad. Yeah. Which he's kind of, like, which has kind of been a role that he's had in this movie. Like, in the last one, he was conflicted dad and now he's kind of just like the dad that always says what's right.
0: He's accepting which is, dad, which is a nice Which is
1: fine. I'm thinking of like the dad in sky high, mm. Kurt Russell, who is a who is a dad who always says the right thing but is still wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it would be interesting if if the movie was implying that Jack was still saying the wrong thing even by trying to be supportive.
0: But I think that would defeat the purpose of this not being a conflict between necessarily Troy and his friends, but more about a Troy reckoning with who he has, who is, who he is becoming. So in, in that sense, Troy, it, like what you were just saying, like with Troy trying to figure out is this his still, is this identity component still important to him?
1: I like the way that Jack frames it, like, is this because you're going after what you want to try to, like, take the pressure off of Troy of like, hey, if you're doing what's best for you, like you said earlier, then your friends are going to support you. And so he's trying to reframe it in that way.
0: Yeah. Even though Troy isn't experiencing that support. And I think that's a lot where, like, the contradiction element is where Troy is having a lot of these problems because his dad is saying one thing and like your friends should be this way and that has been proven to be true in the past um, as his friends did support his talent, um, the callbacks well
1: well, that that was after the whole conflict of the previous movie where Mr. Bolton had also said hey your real friends will support you no matter what and they weren't doing that
0: yeah so yet again it comes into question are these his real friends
1: Is it it's like I don't know is it because you know it's quote unquote lonely at the top for Troy or is it like
0: are they all just really bad communicators yes
1: well yes but like is it because he's like this like big important guy who like people are not scared to but like assume everything is going well for or is Troy like meant to be established as a character who like actually has trouble with socialization or fitting in and, you know, actually would do well in therapy? Like, what side? Well, I mean, obviously. Both? Both, yeah, a little bit but, of both. But are we meant to see Troy as a more vulnerable character, like, overall? Like, is he a flawed person?
0: Flawed, hmm. I think we are supposed to see Troy as- Not
1: that dealing with something mental health makes you a flawed person, but like-
0: No, but like, Troy is not a golden child, despite everyone's perception of him. And I think, I mean, it is really challenging to break that mold of people's perception of you. And I think Troy's just really tired of of being seen as the coach's son and, and the popular kid, like- He has these expectations thrust upon him that he fits in. He like feels comfortable fitting into to some extent, but at the same time, like he's questioning whether he wants to be that anymore, which is like a very normal teenage thing.
1: What are you saying that he he doesn't even know who he is anymore? You know what, Tyler?
0: (laughs) That may or may not be the very next line of this scene. Uh,
1: Yes, we get. Troy Bolton says. I don't even know who I am anymore.
0: <laughs> so I don't know about you. This particular line 22. and the way it was fr- like shot, like the way it was like framed to be this like pretty close up, close up, reminded me of I'm angry all all. I'm just angry all the time from Harry from Potter. Harry Potter, yeah. Order of the Phoenix, and also it gave off Spider Man like Tobey Maguire Spider Man vibes to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like Spider-Man t- t- 2
0: Yeah like I couldn't 100% <laughs> tell you A particular scene But just like the general vibe Of Spider-Man Tobey
1: Maguire <laughs> This would Yeah Troy you know He would be great with some voiceover like Who am I I'm basketball boy <laughs> and, oh and then Shots of him swimming sw- Not swimming uh, Dribbling through the streets of Albuquerque <laughs> Yeah. Saving saving children and defeating bad guys, yeah.
0: I mean, it's obviously like not either of those things, but it just gives some, like, this has become such a, like, if you have the the golden person who maybe is dealing with conflict on their own that they're not quite sure who to connect with and reach out to, they have to have this, like, a, I don't know who I am anymore, which is, like, so weird. <laughs> It's like everyone experiences that. It's nice to show that even even the hero can have these flaws. But No, I
1: think it's a I think it's a very like I don't I don't have the like hero's journey uh chart memorized, but it's like uh because it's not the refusal of a call, that's like earlier. Yeah. But it's like that thing where like, you know, you have to. You reach your low point. I, yeah, it's the it's the low, the low point, point of the character, right? Yeah. When everything when everything feels like it's at its worst, and you don't think you can do it, and then either something comes along to tell you yes you can, or you just have to stick through it and persevere anyway. But yeah, this is this is his character's low point, and for him, it's not like oh no, all of the other Avengers blew up in smoke, and now I'm like now I have to do this alone. It's more of an internal crisis. Yeah. Although this movie would be improved if Thor came down from the sky and saved Zack.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> what a film that would be. That would be like today. That That's how they would deal with it today. But Jack does something that we see in other movies. He takes a photo of his uh, of Troy that's just sitting on Troy's shelf. I I don't get this because I maybe it's just me, but I never had pictures of like my school picture in my bedroom. That was like in a family space, so when people came over, because like I know what I look. Well, I don't know what I look like <laughs> and how other people see me, but I have a sense of what I perceive myself as.
1: Yeah, you had you could keep a mirror in your room,
0: but like he <laughs> has his like class basketball picture in his room, and Jack is like. I see this person and I have faith. I don't faith know maybe his
1: him. maybe his mom put it in there though. Like
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, but yes, Jack is said, "Hey, I I've known this kid for a long time and I I believe in him."
0: And I'm like, "Are you talking about like Troy the basketball boy? Are you talking about Captain Troy? Are you talking about Troy of the Wildcats?
1: Are you talking about your son?" Like
0: Yeah cuz when i look at that picture i think captain troy which is a di- very different thing than than saying his son
1: yeah it's it's a, it's weird because it's hard to tell if the movie thinks that this is the speech that's supposed to like turn troy around or if i don't think the movie thinks this is a bad speech mm-hmm. but it's definitely not a good speech so why like why is it here the writing is not as strong as it could be in this moment.
0: It it definitely does. The speech, like the inspirational speeches from Jack are not the strongest elements of this movie and they definitely make us raise all these questions of like is this where the movie is meaning to go or we interpreting I like the it early wrong one at the truck. You did?
1: I don't know. I remember liking it. or I remember at least liking the like the the setting. Like
0: Yeah. That one felt like a reiteration of the first movie, though. If I remember correctly, when we were talking about it, we're like, this is like what he said last time, where, like, your friend should be supporting you, although it was also empowering Troy to do his own thing, which was nice. But
1: for, like, a first act speech, like, yes, you're, like, reminding, like, this is where the characters are starting from. Mm -hmm. Again, like, you want to restate the thesis of the previous one to be like, okay, here's where we were at, and then... We're going to build off that even more. But yeah, in this instance, his his inspirational speech isn't necessarily hitting because Troy's not even looking at him. He's looking away.
0: Troy clearly needs to figure this out for himself.
1: And he's playing this weird pronoun game of like, I know this kid and he's great. And it's like, Troy, but doesn't probably didn't even see that you took down the picture? Like, he doesn't even necessarily know what you're talking about.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Are, Are we giving this speech to the audience? (laughs) insert your name here
1: and i don't know the the movie isn't like giving us like we've spent all of this podcast series talking about the existential crisis but it's not giving us enough material here to talk about i guess that's what the next couple minutes are for oh yeah (laughs) the one the one thing i wanted to say before we transition out i guess is and you kind of mentioned it earlier. This picture of Troy is High School Musical One. Troy, he's blonde, he's smiling. That's not where we are anymore. We're in High School Musical Two. Troy, his hair is a little bit more brown.
0: He's singing his for himself. Eyes,
1: his eyes are a little bit like uh, more jaded. He's a
0: little it's, more it's built. A, he's it's, older. It's
1: different. And and when and when we cut to the the kitchen, we, we we see it again. Troy's in this dark blue. It's almost like you know that sort of. Anakin Skywalker um, Uh transition of like he starts off in light colors and then gradually starts wearing darker colors like this is like this is Troy's thing now like he's in dark to represent his his
0: tortured soul
1: morosity moroseness
0: (laughs) his tortured soul works too yes Troy is Troy is the goth kid we've been looking for this whole time (laughs)
1: Yeah, we thought it was going to be Ryan, but it was actually Troy.
0: (laughs) I really like, now that we're in the kitchen and like the next day or whenever, Troy walks into like this filled with energy space. You just, it's bright and people are talking and having fun. We see Martha and Zeke working, but they're also chatting with other wildcats, we assume. Because I assume everyone at the country club is a wildcat. Yeah, I'm like... (laughs) I just assume they're wildcats because they look young, but maybe one of them's not, and they've just all become friendly over their working together. But then Troy walks in and Zeke gives him a croissant. But like, does he want to? No.
1: <laughs> he does it because it's his job.
0: Yeah. And Martha like stops chopping vegetables.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's dramatic. We'll we'll get more of it in the next minute.
0: Yeah but that's all I got for this minute. I don't know if we yeah. got anywhere really, but like, I didn't, Troy didn't either, so we're, we're all at status quo still.
1: No, don't, we shouldn't be status quo. We should break from the status quo. Yeah, it goes to show that Jack's speech didn't actually change anything.
0: Other than maybe push him to the point where he's about to really psychoanalyze himself. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's what He's you call this next everything. minute? <laughs> He's going to
0: question everything and find <laughs> are, validation in himself. There are a lot, himself. Of,
1: a lot of questions to be asked, yes. Indeed. Okay, Condra. where can people find us on the internet?
0: People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
0: You can send us an email to nerdspresent at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know um, if you know who you are anymore.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram.
1: And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com.
0: I have been Condra,
1: And I've been Tyler. And we'll see you next time for the beginning of the song that I've mentioned on every other podcast of this podcast. You can bet on it.
0: Oh boy.